Uh, welcome, everybody, uh, to another episode of Honest to Goodness History, where we uh, take a look at some of the weird and, and esoteric things that's happened throughout history. I'm Duncan. I am David. And let, let's just be clear. We don't necessarily talk about weird and interesting or esoteric things. We just talk about things that maybe, possibly, one of us finds interesting. Fair. Fair. And I'm just Zach. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> Zach, thanks for getting right in close to that microphone, making sure that everyone hears you, uh, because I know that's always been an issue for you. It's too bad we're not recording video because I wish people could see the the both smug and sexual smile on your face right after you leaned into the microphone and said that. <laughs> and the, the microphone that's off camera that no one can see. So that was oddly sexual. Um, it's going to be an ASMR. <laughs> oh, we are not going to do an ASMR podcast. That is just... We have the voices to do it though. Well, maybe not me, but I mean, no, you're there. You, definitely. I am. I am halfway there. I'm touching cloth. I tell you that much. <laughs> what does that even mean? Why is there a shit reference for how close you are? <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Touching oh, okay. I mixed those up. I thought when you would say you're touching cloth, it meant you you had an erection. Oh, but it actually means you're shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay. It's a good thing I've never actually used that expression in the real world. Before. This is why. Should your dick good. always be touching cloth? I mean, yeah. I mean, right? I guess I. I, think I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I guess unless you're wearing like the hammer pants. Yeah. We've yeah. lost all three of our viewers now. Right? Yeah, and and my mom is no longer subscribing to this podcast. <laughs> well, great. now that we know everybody. Uh, usually we do the show in uh, two or three parts. Uh, the first part being this day in history. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts. And uh, I think David is going to do this day in history. Uh, so, again, I thought about Duncan um, when I picked this one because Duncan is a huge baseball fan. So this day in history, June 9th, 2008, Ken Griffey Jr. hits his 600th home yep. run. Yep. Uh, at the time, he was the sixth player in history to do so. Any ideas what team he was playing for when he hit his 600th home run in 2008? I have bad news. Uh, being a huge fan of baseball, I know the answer to this. So I will refrain from answering. You know, Zach? Who the, who the hell else is going to know? <laughs> <laughs> There's only three of us in Dave's section. When You're I think, a baseball when I fan, when and I'm just of, me. Yeah, when I think of Ken Griffey Jr., I just think of the Mariners. So when I yeah. saw what team he was playing for, uh, I, yes. I forgot that he played for this team. So who is the Duncan? The Cincinnati Reds. You got it. Okay, so let's go a step further. Do you know what team he was playing against when he hit his 600th home run? Oh, uh, I do. The Florida Marlins. You got it. And you know what my favorite part God. about the fact that he was playing for the Florida Marlins is a comment I saw on the YouTube video of the clip of him hitting his 600th home run that said it's convenient he was playing in Florida because he was able to hit his 600th home run in front of 600 fans. <laughs> <laughs> Which is double the regular numbers um, whenever Ken Griffey wasn't in town. So, so uh, it's great that they doubled the numbers. Um, and now Ken Griffey Jr. is a, a monster. Like this, yeah. The way he played, uh, and just defensively too, he's amazing. But. So it, it was interesting because um, the article I read said that at the time he was the sixth 
player in history to reach 600 home runs. Mm -hmm. But if you look at that list now, there's actually, um, I think, nine people on the list. Now, uh, one of them is Albert Pujols. Another one is A-Rod. Best name in baseball. (laughs) Pujol. Yeah. So, I mean, those two guys probably recently got on the list. um, But that still leaves um, two other players. So I'm not sure if they were not counting, like, these steroid guys, like Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Because they're on the list. McGuire. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's asterisks by their name, but anyway, I, you know what? That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, I, we yeah. could have a podcast about baseball any day. Um, and and I'm okay. Just wanted to just wanted to fit that in there in case anybody says he was he was in the sixth player. Da da da. Anyways, um, no, no. The, the best part about this show is that there's pundits. And, exactly. and and sorry, pedants, I should say, before the pedants <laughs> get to me. Um, and, and that we always welcome uh, changes or, or corrections uh, that we will go over uh, in, in a later show. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, Kang Griffey Jr.'s... Zach, here's a question for you. Even though you're not a baseball fan, Kang Griffey Jr.'s dad, what was his name? Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah, his dad. What was his name? Probably, I'm going to go out on a limb here and uh, buy a vowel and do a lifeline and say it was Ken Griffey Sr. Nailed it. See, I know baseball, baseball, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Duncan, so question for you. Is he a baseball player? What pitch was was thrown to Ken Griffey Jr. for his 600th career home run? Oh, that I don't know. It was a right-handed pitcher. Um... Can I get? Was it a breaking ball or or a fastball? Uh, it was a breaking ball. I actually okay. Here's what I should say. I I want you to go and watch the clip. Uh, it was a 73 mile an hour. I think it was a sinker, but I want you to watch it and tell me what you think. It might have been a curveball. My uh, guess. Don't do, don't do it now. Okay. Do it. Later. I'll I'll do it later. I'll I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll let Anyways, you. Anyways, Ken Griffey Jr. went on to hit 630 total home runs before his retirement as a member of the Seattle Marlins in the June of 2020. Seattle Marlins. Yep. So, sorry, Seattle Mariners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mariners. Um, and right now he's seventh on the all-time home run list. So that's your um, this day in history, June 9, 2008. Ken Griffey Jr. hits his 600 home run. But I have a bonus this day in history for you. I love bonuses. Good, because sports stats suck. Are you guys ready for this one? <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do it. Uh, also on this day in history, uh, I forgot to write down the year, but Richard Pryor suffered serious burns from freebasing cocaine. Oh, Jesus. shit. <laughs> Are you for real? Yep. That Isn't that like every quickly. weekend, though? <laughs> I had to look up what freebasing is. You guys worked in the restaurant industry, so I'm sure you know what it is, but yes. uh, I now that know what freebasing is. Uh, shown us. <laughs> God, <laughs> I was kidding, but okay. It wasn't. Oh, the, yeah, no, that's that's true. So, oh. anyways, that's uh, that's your this day in history, June 9th. Bonus history. All right, I like that more than all that baseball stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Appreciate well, it. That's my uh, that's my contribution. Well, Zach, the best part about doing the uh, the main section of the show is that you have to try to find a segue. Of freebasing cocaine to <laughs> your topic du jour. Uh, all right, I can do that. All right, do it. All right, so you're talking about Richard Pryor, right? Yeah. I'll start off with a with a good joke for you that I came up with. Oh. 
it's going to lead us into our our topic for today. You just came up with this, or this is pre-prepared? No, I I came up with it about ten minutes ago. Oh, okay. I love it. Do it. Yeah. Prior to it's, prior. it's funny because I had no idea we we're talking about prior. Uh, but uh, what's small has teeth and has the potential to really hurt your Johnson. A zipper. That's right. <laughs> it's the zipper. <sighs> We're going to be talking about the zipper today. And yeah, the zipper, the you know, the the zipper fly, the zipper that's on your on your backpack, on your pants, that zipper. I like it. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm about it. I I think everybody in this world or at least a massive portion of people in this world have used the zipper at some point in their life. Yeah, and that's kind of why we you know, that's why I chose it with your guys uh, assistance cuz you know, it's it, we're going from something that's pretty uh in depth and you know something we could talk about all day like uh, Hagia Sophia like last week right um that was yeah. I actually really enjoyed that show because again you can go on and on but you know this is something a little more closer to home and it's something that everyone can <laughs> someone that something that everyone has right uh it's kind of it's pretty mundane I get it but uh I think it's cool just to talk about exactly where these sorts of things that we use every day come from and uh how they came to be so that's going to be this week's uh, topic you guys do it Dive right in. Dive right in. Let's do it. Let's... I, All sorry, right. I, I need to. I need to set this up mentally for myself. So here's the thing: the zipper. As you guys said, it's something that it's there. We mm-hmm. we use it every single day in yep. many different places, whether it be clothes. I mean, during or... COVID, I've been wearing a lot of sweatpants. That okay? That's that's true. <laughs> but just imagine for a second, um, if that zipper wasn't there, yeah, like somebody needed to think of that. Mm-hmm. somebody needed to like be like this would be a really cool way to like temporarily mold these two pieces of plastic or sorry fabric together uh but then you'd be able to like undo it again like that's just and that like isn't tape or something like that it's just it's 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 something that's crazy if you think about it, it really blows well, your mind they did they did have buttons before the, the zipper yeah but uh, button flies you ever had to undo a button fly in a hurry it's toggles it's, buttons clasps yeah all sorts right and it yeah. and buttons don't really completely close something and you know velcro i'm sure came along later and it's like um you know velcro is uh anyways yeah so yeah no it's true and by the way feel that there's not that much to go on here compared to like last week's topic like i'm just it's a very short history. so wait you're, you're so you're there's lots of holes the here history for you to of in. zippers you're telling me the history of zippers isn't as storied as the Hagia sophia <laughs> No, it's not. I call bullshit. Well, I'm about to tell you. Right. Are you are you telling us then, Zach, that the 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 zipper was not um, passed from hand to hand from uh, paganism influence to Christianity <laughs> to, to Islam? And now it's no. a museum. And no, now, now it's an occult practice under no, UNESCO no. control. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a heritage site. No. Uh, no, it's it started in 1851. This guy named Elias Howe Jr. could probably guess what his dad's name was. It's Elliot Howe Senior. Yeah, I'm paying attention. Yeah, see, attention. you're there. You're there. No, it's it's very simple. Honestly, it's not a big deal. Like I'm just gonna go very, you know, it's simple, simple history. This it's only a few paragraphs to be quite honest. But this guy Elias Howe Jr. he also invented the sewing machine. You know the old style sewing machine with the, like the one that you use with your foot that's right yeah yeah right, yeah yeah. He invented that and this was he called it his automatic continuous clothing closure 
<laughs> did he get paid by the word? <laughs> the ACCC. No, that's that's what it was under. He got the patent for it in 1851, but it didn't go much further beyond that. Uh, a lot of people think just because the whole success of the sewing machine in general that a lot of people like. For a while, they were just focused on that and making continuing with buttons and clasps and things like that. I mean, if you patent this thing, it's got to be expensive to make at the time. Oh, the machine itself? Like to make the zippers, I'm mm. talking. Right? Like to make yeah. a zipper then has to be a pain in the butt. Like, there, there, I mean, this is post-industrial revolution. Like there's, there, you can make a machine to do this. It's but... almost in the middle of the industrial revolution. Like it's... Yeah, it's, you know, like, and honestly, it's not what you think. Like the zipper that he had, it was kind of, it wasn't. They didn't have as many teeth as we have now. Like you know, like within an like you know, an inch of uh, zipper, you get like what 10, 12 teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was completely different. Like it, the principle was sort of the same, where there was a clasp, and as it went up, they would lock together. But it didn't look much at all like the the zippers that we have now. But uh, that kind of goes. Yeah, sorry, eighteen thirty, he gets the patent. 51 yeah 1851. Sorry, 1851 but it wasn't till the 44 years later this guy it was an inventor named whitcomb judson he marketed this thing called a clasp locker which was similar to the 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 how invention the how invention. yeah yeah because yeah. but he he was the first one who uh marketed it properly so yeah. he was the one who got credit for being like quote unquote an inventor of the of the when he took like a basically modified the patent right yeah. yeah he modified it but and he became the inventor of said you know i don't want to say zipper but because his patent didn't actually use the name zipper yeah. right the zipper we'll, we'll get to that it's much later uh so that was 44 years after 1851 so probably what, what 1902 wait 1903 my math's terrible but anyway 44 years later after 50 it was 44, sorry, after... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 19, yeah that's eight, still 1800s. This is a history podcast, not a math podcast. Yeah, so pet ants, get at me. Yeah. Carry the one. Carry the one, yeah. So, but yeah, so that he's the guy who got credit for, quote-unquote, inventing it. But there is a Swedish guy, he was an inventor, or, uh, sorry, not an inventor, an engineer, an electrical engineer. His name was Gideon Sundback. And he lived from 18. Amazing name. Cool name. You know what? Gideon, like it's for an Old Testament name, that's a name you don't see that often. That's a cool name. I mean, yeah, as far as Old Testament names go, that one is like really cool. Yeah, that one, you don't you don't hear that one that often. Gideon and his 300 men. Um if you so yeah. if you have if you have the first name Gideon and your last name starts with a G, you're instantly a villain, right? Um, yeah. You can, I don't know, man. I feel like there's some good hero potential there for a guy named Gideon. Who am I thinking of, Duncan? Gideon Graves? Is that somebody from Marvel? I don't know uh, why that name's in my head. I don't know. I don't know why that name is in your head. I'm going to Google that real quick. Check it out. Um, oh, I'm curious. Gideon Graves. It was from Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah, okay. It was the seventh ex-boyfriend. Right, right. Yeah. I mean... I never saw I mean, that. I mean, and Gideon, Gideon Gray is a supporting character from Disney's <clears throat> 2016 epic Zootopia. So, okay, good. Ah, uh, yes. We've gotten off track. That's that's much cooler <laughs> I mean, than a Marvel. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so, hey, so this guy Gideon, is 
son back. My, my, my Swedish boy, Gideon. Swedish boy. Uh, he's the one who made the zipper how we see it now, like how we use it today. Like the, like the you know, size-wise or like the fabric on the side and this, all that? Yeah, all of that. He's the one who, you know, his, his zipper is what you would look at today and, and say, oh, yeah, that's a zipper. Uh, he was hired to work at uh, this company called the Universal Fastener Company. And with yep. his design, see, with that zipper design, he became the head designer. And uh, he actually married the plant manager's daughter there. So he got the position. It's a little bit of nepotism there. But Jesus. he got that really good position of head designer. Uh, sorry, after uh, marrying the plant and, manager's daughter. And, and this, is, this is at a, at a fastener facility. So they're selling... All right, yeah, you got your your you know, you got your lag bolts, you got your 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 nuts, your and oh yeah, we have these zipper things. <laughs> like I like it. You wanna get your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's 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 great. Like this might be for story. you don't have to answer this now, but um we think of zippers on clothes. Yeah, you're telling us about these industrial fasteners, right? Yeah. So, do, do zippers or that sort of patented technology? Do they have any, or did did they have any place in sort of the industrial world? Uh, I don't think so at this point, because later on we'll see who for the first company that used them and what they used them for. Got it. Okay. So we'll get there. Um, it's actually pretty much the next point. Uh, but before we go on to that, this gentleman Sunback, Gideon Sunback, his wife passed away. And uh, after that, in 1911, his wife passed away and he pretty much just buckled down and started like getting, you know, really, really serious with the zipper. No, but hang on. Why does your wife's death make you get super serious about the zipper? Is it like, did she die in a terrible accident where a zipper could have saved her life? <laughs> and it's just, no, if we only had the zipper. We need the zipper. <laughs> Yeah, I don't it's know. Very... She died of a, a cold. She died of pneumonia because her jacket couldn't close. <laughs> <laughs> only. Or she died coming inside and she couldn't get her jacket off fast enough. If only there was a better way. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But okay. anyway, so basically after it was after she died that he made it really. Sorry, I keep saying it was when he made it. This time and that time is when he made it look like how we have it today. It was after she died is when he made it look like how we have it today. Right. Before they were right. pretty big, I think. Anyway, so, but the name Zipper itself came from none other than B.F. Goodrich, who oh. was Gideon's fastener on a new type of boot, a rubber boot. It's like a, uh. like a, a rain boot, like a galosh, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh... Yeah, so basically it was something that you could just quickly zip up the side instead of having to, you know, slip on these big old rubber boots. You could just do it up and away you go, right? Uh, but uh, they were, they started boots and they were making purses at this point and tobacco pouches and things with the zippered closure. The important things. That's right. That's right. But uh, it wasn't, and that was, um, I want to say in the 20s. But okay. it wasn't until 20 years later that, uh, or maybe it was, sorry, it was the 30s is uh, when there was a huge marketing push for kids' clothes to feature zippers. And the idea was it was an easier – it was meant to promote self-reliance in kids dressing themselves. Right, right, right. So, you know, so you don't have to do a whole whack of buttons. And if there's big, awkward buttons for the kids' little fingers to, you know, deal with, it's you just – if you can get the little part or the bottom part in and then zip it up, you're it's easy. You're good to go. You can do up your own coat and do up your own pants. I mean, I've dressed my niece. 
Yeah. And and yeah, no. Like, yeah, we don't. None of us do have kids. You're, you're the closest thing to to dressing a kid for us. She, she can't do it herself. Yeah. Yeah. Then and giving her a zipper. You know, I remember one time. Funny story about zippers. Um, and and children. I was wearing a hoodie, and my niece was playing with the zipper. And then she said, chin up. And I didn't understand what she said. And she just zipped the sucker right into my skin. (laughs) And now I have PTSD with zippered hoodies. Chin up. And I thought she was just telling me to like, hey, look at the lighter side of things. But no, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be all right, Duncan. What? (laughs) All right. So so zippers on, on kids' clothes in the... 30s and 40s yeah and then in the 30s yeah and uh it was that apparently there was this thing called like the uh the battle of the what was it called um uh what's it called? oh the battle of the fly <laughs> so this sounds epic yeah, and anticlimactic at the same time it's exactly that. <laughs> so in 1937 it was this whole thing where the zipper uh defeated the button in the battle of the fly where there were french uh, designers that were going nuts over uh, the use of zippers in men's trousers. Like and they didn't F- like it or they were they, about they, it? They, lo- they loved it. They loved yeah. it. And Esquire magazine uh, said that the zipper was the newest tailoring idea excuse me, for men. And uh, they were saying that it, it, the possibility, oh, it would exclude, quote, the possibility of unintentional and embarrassing disarray, end quote. Not sure. Which I tell you, I wear a button fly from time to time, and <laughs> the embarrassing disarrays that occur is I just mean, nonstop. What yeah. was the case? So if you were pro-button, or you were yeah. on the, the pro-button marketing team, what yeah. was the case against zippers? Well, this is my question. I mean... Right? I think the obvious of... But did they you know, run with that? I, I mean... I, I shouldn't that, run that with that. If you wanted to win the Battle of the Flies, like, that's what you go with. And I don't think they had figured it out at the point that they hadn't seen... Uh, was this something about Mary? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They hadn't seen something about Mary, but they needed to. Because um, yeah, you don't... Yeah, that, that would have been, as a marketer, uh, that would have been my go-to. Or as a French marketer... I would have said, yeah, Americans started it. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, if you look at the, it doesn't say much on it, like who was saying what, but I guess it's just, a, like, honestly, they're probably grasping at straws for reasons to say why one is better than the other. I mean, like, I, my, I, I myself have had zipper flies that sometimes just wouldn't stay up or down, and then button flies are kept, like, whatever. Like, there's always an issue with something, but <laughs> new invention, right? Oh, Zach, you can't even pick a, a side in the War of the Fly. That's right. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm the Lord of the Flies. Oh, God. yeah. That, that's that's going to be your clip. That's that's the clip. Hi, I'm Zach. Lord I'm the, the Lord of the Flies. It is me, the Lord of the Flies. That sound like Palpatine. A little bit. Yes. Little bit. Skywalker, you are now the Lord of the Flies. Anyway, that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's not much after that. I mean, hang on, hang on. I are have you, are you, you, You're really yeah. gonna. You're really Q gonna tell a. us. You're really gonna tell us the history of the flies and not tell me what why KK means. That was my question. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, what I do have. What the hell does YKK mean? <laughs> Every single item of clothing I own says YKK yes, on it, yes, and I need okay. to know why. So actually, KK. there's a, there's other cool stuff too. I totally forgot. Um, a lot of people think that 
that the zipper was invented in Canada. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, it, it's uh, that's not the case. There's it's a mis it's a misconception. So what happened was um, Gideon Sunback, that same guy, mm -hmm. uh, the U.S. rights to his invention were on the name of. I'm reading this straight from Wikipedia now. Uh, Medville Company, which uh, he, he retained non-U.S. rights and used them to set up subsequent, in subsequent years to uh, light. Oh, he set up this company called Lightning Fastener Co. in St. Catharines, Ontario. Right. So Niagara Falls. Yeah. So his work with that firm is why people think that it was a Canadian invention. Right. That makes sense. Just, just a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A, just a, to get around patent laws. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's exactly it. So, but with uh, regards to the YKK thing, um, YKK is actually a Japanese company. It's uh, YKK stands for Yoshida Kogyo Kabushiki Gaisha. And I, like, if I know if I said that, I would have absolutely butchered it. Yeah, you but did I, that really well. I probably so easily. Anyway. I no, we'll we'll wait for the pet ants to to get at us. So basically, it. so basically, all our zippers are made in Japan. Is what you're. Well, me. yeah. So they hold the market share. So in the forties, in the fifties, it was a huge. I think it was the United States and Germany that had the biggest market share for zippers, and then after that, it just exploded in Japan. And oh. actually, they started. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. And there goes that that goes the one <laughs> Japanese podcast listener we had. God damn it, Zach. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So that's but they they also have company or um, factories in North America too. There's one a huge one in Montreal. Um, in the '60s, I think uh, the Japanese company opened YKK in Montreal. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. Oh, sorry. And that Yoshida Kogyo Kabushiki Gaisha stands <laughs> Manufacturing Corporation. That's all it stands for. I'm just checking. I'm sorry. I'm just checking my fly now to see if it says. Yeah, let me check mine. Actually, hang on. Mine is not a YKK. Mine is. David. Mine's a YKK. It was not a YKK. Oh, On this podcast, only one in three. Zippers is a YKK. Yeah, so 66.666% of the world zippers are not YKK. Clearly. <laughs> they need to step up their marketing. Yeah. What are you doing, YKK? That was pretty cool. I, yeah, um, that's pretty much it. I mean, that, I mean, I'm sure there's other stuff, but... Yeah, I mean, how much more can you go on about zippers? So really, the, the <laughs> modern zipper that, that we, we see on our clothing and we take advantage of every day really started on a boot. Is that yeah, fair to much. say? Yeah, it's the first real common use of it was on a boot. Yes. Well, so not I, just on a boot, but as an industrial fastener. Um, yeah. What I'm wondering is when the Ziploc bag was invented, yeah. did they need to pay for any patent rights or anything like that? to to these patent holders well I don't it's know not it's... a zipper but it, it's yeah. similar technology is it similar enough that you'd have to like did somebody invent the ziploc bag or is that a variation of the zipper i oh, think the ziploc not... bag is a new invention yeah it's a completely different apparatus right hmm. yeah. i feel like ziploc bags weren't invented until well you know what that's probably another podcast yeah i was thinking that when you said ziploc i'm like see it well while we're talking about other podcasts, 
Um, let's. Uh, I I want to let everybody know what we're going to be talking about next week. Mm-hmm. It's actually one I'm really excited about. Let's hear it. Was it on your list, or is this a new one? It wasn't on my list. It actually came up uh, a week or so ago. Um, and I'm going to get real close to my microphone when I say this. Exploding whales. <laughs> Sweet. I'm about it. I'm so excited. Sushi for everyone. Can um, you give us, can you tease a little bit as to what we're talking about? Talk about a dynamite roll. Uh, it, it, <laughs> There, it's not natural, and it involves copious amounts of dynamite. Okay, cool. That's like I'm, I'm so excited about it. Um, probably weirdly excited about it. It's just really weird to me. But uh, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in and and uh, listening. And if you have any comment, feedbacks, and and pet ants, get at us at honest to goodness history at gmail.com and let us know all your your all the things we said wrong yeah uh, all the corrections constructive criticism is welcome no 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 be oh, destructive we with your we criticism want, we want flame wars we yeah want stuff. tell us why you hate us. It's the yeah tell us why you hate us tell us what we did wrong and uh we'll go over it uh in the episode probably after next thanks zach that was great yeah, that was really cool. Uh, I hope you guys liked it. It was pretty mundane, but it's fun. It was fun. No, zippers are cool. Everyone has one. Come on, people. It's true. Mine's a YKK. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>